The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You can become empowered to develop your inherent potential when you become in tune with your body. This is called life force or chi cultivation. We'll discuss the concepts today on human potential and life force with Dr. Sun. Too many of us misinterpret the intelligence of the human body as mere illness or symptoms. Your body is doing its best to communicate with you. It's time to listen. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sun. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Sun. Welcome to Human Potential and Life Force. Hello, everybody. This is Mimi Hetzel. I am your co-host of this show. Today, the topic is a great wisdom and a life force. Hello, Dr. Sun. What do you mean by great wisdom? What's the difference between intellectual brilliance, intuition, and great wisdom? Uh, hello, Mimi, and very good questions. Um, so, in 2,500 years ago, there have a uh, a person called Lao Tzu, so, and he's the author of the book of um, Tao Te Ching. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, you know, it's, uh, knowing others is intelligence. And uh, knowing yourself is wisdom. So this is like the interesting part. You know, Lao Tzu in talk about the difference between uh, intelligence and, uh, and wisdom. So basically, the intelligence is, is we talk about inside intellectual um, abilities. So we're uh, learned from school. So we call this like a postnatal and intelligence. Mm-hmm. And the wisdom, and he addresses is the wisdom come from inside. So I think I would like to uh, use an example, you know, to uh, compare the difference. I think they have a perfect uh, example, and from uh, like our uh, meditation and part of the, and so do you do you meditate? Uh, <laughs> do I meditate every day? Yeah, do. You? <laughs> well, I learned transcendental meditation when I was twenty, and I really enjoyed going into the gap, that state of bliss, and that was a time in my life when I was a student. I had no husband, no kids, and I was only responsible for myself. Now, with many demands for my time, mm-hmm. I don't do a good job of defending time for myself. Yes. So, in short, no. <laughs> I meditate infrequently these days, although I enjoy the stillness I find when I practice Qigong. Oh, that's a great. And because, you know, people do meditation, mm-hmm. and uh, I think lots of people know about uh, the story of uh, the, in Chinese, called the Chanzong. It's like the Chan school. Yes, then when the Chan, when the Chan practice get into Japan, so in Japan, they call it the Zen, mm. the Zen meditation, right? 
So in the uh, Chinese school, uh, they have a um, person called Hui Nen. And um, this person is, was growing up with, uh, in a very poor family. And he cannot read, cannot uh, write. Um, but he was uh, selected to be the sixth Zen patriarch. Mm. At the same time, you know, uh, that <clears throat> they have a, um, a guy is very smart, is a great scholar, is very knowledgeable, and is uh, uh, know lots about the meditation knowledge. And and the reason so the Huinan was selected to be the sixth patriarch um, in the in the Chinese school uh, because he knows directly and from inside out. Mm. And he knows the, uh, the essence of the uh, Buddhist teaching. And uh, so he goes really deep and deeper. So that's uh, the one part. I mean, people probably uh, want to know more of the detailed stories. Uh, you can just uh, simply go to Google and type his name. Uh, his name is called Huinan as um, the H-U-I N-E-N-G. Okay. If you tap that, you know, then to the Google, you can see more stories mm-hmm. about how he become uh, the sixth thing and patriarch. So just Google him directly. You then. can Google him directly. Okay. So the, so here, you know, the part of that. So we talk about the difference between the wisdom, and uh, and the intelligence of the the intellectual uh, intelligence, is we learned so much from our school. Mm-hmm. So you can see the intellectual mind, it's amazing. You know, we have great memories, very creative. Mm-hmm. We can learn lots from our school. So, but you know, if you really look at that, you know, the uh, the wisdom that came from the inside. Because our practice, you know, we talk about our authentic cultivation, our life force and cultivation. So we would like to this uh, life force to activate the inside. Our, our wisdom. So we, if the body waking up, like every internal organs have, has a great wisdom. Mm. And even like our, our fingers, our toes, and those things a lot. Right. Yeah. So those are kind of wisdom. You say one is from the inside directly. You know, know things directly without any reason, without any intellectual understanding. You just know. So that's the part of the in- intuition. And also, it's the direct, you know, knowing ability. So this is a one part of that. I think uh, once uh, you go a little bit deeper, the very interesting things uh, is allows, you know, also and in in his daughter Jin, I think in the chapter 40, 47, mm-hmm. and he says it's like um, without stepping out the door, so no. You know, know the world, and without looking out of the window, you see the you see the door of heaven. So basically, you know, he said, "I don't need to walking out of my house. I can just I will I know everything." Right. So by this uh, greater wisdom from the inside, mm. and uh, so I think that's very cool, right? We talk about our intellectual mind is very. Um, powerful is wonderful but you know from our observation so the intellect the nature of the intellectual mind actually is more 
uh, time limited and space limited, right? So everyone can have dreams. Everyone dreams. Everyone dreams. Mm-hmm. So in our dreams, in the dream time, so you can you can dream things from the past. You can see things in the future. Uh, you probably you can go. You know, feel free. You can uh, go to the moons. It's like a, you can do everything in a dream, and it's like so free. So you can experience a greater freedom. So um, this is the the one part I think I'm wondering is like a why. You know, we're in our education system. You know, we really focus on the intellectual training mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. right? So like we get it all the knowledge, information from outer side, they get it in. So why we do not really training our like unlimited, you know, the intuition. Right. Or, you know, how we can use our dream, our dream system and wisely. Maybe if something we don't understand, you know, we can program our dreams, train our dreams. Yeah. So we can know things from the dream. So this is the one part. So I would like to Actually, I'm so excited to share that with you about you know about the practice, how connect to this. So because a lot of you know in like 2,500 years ago, and he discovered this state of mind, and he called this state of mind called a Xuan, the X U A N. Okay. Called a Xuan. So basically, and this is Xuan state of mind, and it's a state to like. The intellectual mind can integrate with the intuitive mind, or and the conscious, the wisdom of the body. It's like the oneness of um, intellectual mind and intuitive mind, and the all the wisdom of the body all come together. It's like the oneness. Mm. If you can achieve that state of mind, as he called it, Xuan state, you can know everything from the inside out amazing yeah, yeah. so that's like I'm, I'm wondering like he knew this 2500 years ago so after 2000 years why we do not do that right yeah. like he knows like well I know things I don't need a walking out of the door <laughs> right and he, he has this great wisdom from the inside out ability of knowing things directly right. like why we do not do that right so it's possible for us and to do that as well. So this is the one part of the practice you know, for the qi activation, for the qi cultivation. So we we can help us not only can feel the authentic qi inside of the body, and also can help us easily to get into the shen state. So then we can make, we may have experience as lots of has before, right? Do we get into that state when we practice more, or yeah. when we? shift into a different state while, while we're practicing our qigong? Right. Yeah, basically, you know, it's uh, uh, like, a, you know, Joyce and uh, Laurie in the show shared mm-hmm. their experience. And if we practice, you know, some more universe or other exercise, if you repeat and repeat mm-hmm. and repeat, mm-hmm. so then you repeat it over certain times. So the body remember that moment. So then the body take over. So when the body begin to take over the energy, you can feel the authentic arrive in the body. So at that moment, you feel 
your intellectual mind get really relaxed, you get more calm. Then, and also you feel your mind is empty, but at the same time, you feel you have the awareness, but you feel this great tranquility and stillness. So once you reach that, you feel it's almost like you're dreaming. You begin to see different things and the new thoughts or new images show up. Mm -hmm. But those new appearance is not your intellectual activity. So then we, when we're doing our practice, so if you feel the authenticity inside arrive and you reach this uh, kind of state of mind or the trans state, so that would be perfect. Wow. Yeah, this is like we feel the energy and then also we begin to know things from our practice. Well, who wouldn't want to be in that state of mind, right? Right. There are so many limitations in the uh, of the intellectual mind. Absolutely, right? sure. So this like this again is my theory is one plus one equals three. Right. Right. If we can bring that in the intellectual mind with our intuitive mind and the body and with them together, uh, that would be much better than only the intellectual mind. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Yes, yeah, so later we're going to have a guest on the show who's going to be talking about the Schwann state of mind. Oh. I hope that Joe mm-hmm. will cover that. Okay. So um, we'll be coming up to a break, mm-hmm. and please stay tuned. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Mighty Gems is waiting for you. Host Dee Lee shares creative ideas, sparkling inspirational wisdoms, and life experience so you can connect to greater consciousness to gain special gifts of inspiration, encouragement, enlightenment, and your own discovery journey. It's time to show up now and experience what it means to be fully present in your life. Tune in to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee, live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What will show up in your card layouts today? Find out every week on Beyond Tarot and More with shamanic mystic Jana Jens. Find out the secrets to your beauty, success, happiness, and empowerment. Our guests share stories, answers, and receive card readings based on the information discussed every week. You're invited to participate as well and see what's in the cards for you. Beyond Tarot and More airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Succeed. 
This is Human Potential and Life Force. To reach Dr. Sun or his guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Human Potential and Life Force. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we have a wonderful guest, Dr. Mary O'Malley. We'll bring her into the conversation. First, a little bit about her. Dr. O'Malley is currently Medical Director of the Consultation Liaison Service for the Department of Psychiatry at Berkshire Medical Center in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. She has an MD from Weill Cornell Medical College and a PhD in Neurobiology from the Rockefeller University. She is board certified in both psychiatry and sleep medicine and has authored or co-authored in both basic and clinical research and contributed chapters to a variety of standard textbooks in the field of sleep medicine and psychiatry. Dr. O'Malley is also an ordained interfaith minister and has an active practice in sound healing. Dr. O'Malley, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you, Mimi, and thank you, Dr. Sun, for having me on the show. Uh, hello, and Dr. O'Malley, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, today, you know, we're talking about the great wisdom and and the intelligence and the intellectual intelligence of the mind. So, I think uh, we're just to talk about you know Lao's uh, discovery two thousand five hundred years ago about uh, the state of the mind, the Huang state. Uh, I believe uh, that you have uh, some deep experience about this Xuan uh, state of mind. I think that uh, would be great if you would like to share your experience on this Xuan uh, state of mind with us. Um, sure. I um, I have to say it's it's been a really interesting process to uh, learn about the Xuan state um, mm-hmm. as a as a psychiatrist, I was familiar with some forms of meditation, and some listeners may know about the uh, so-called relaxation response, mm-hmm. uh, research that was done in the 70s and the 80s with Dr. Herbert Benson at Harvard University on uh, TM meditators, actually, to see how they mm-hmm. could get so deeply relaxed, found mm-hmm. that there was a physiologic hardwiring that we're all built with. Uh, which are the underpinnings of the process, and he called this process the relaxation response. And basically what he was able to um, define is that this relaxation response is a simple process of, of basically combining something rhythmic, like chanting a mantra or watching your breath, while letting go of the intellectual mind. That allows the body to deeply relax. And with cultivated um, practice, people can get into quite deep states of relaxation. Um, and his later work sort of built the underpinnings for understanding what people call the flow state of mind. So some mm. people might recognize that term, which is a state of mind that top athletes and performers try to culti- cultivate. And I the see. key to doing that, again, is getting the intellectual mind out of the way and managing the emotional responses, you know, our fears, our negative expectations, while letting the body stay relaxed. So those are pretty familiar to me, and for a lot of Western folks, they're getting much more interested in mindfulness. Those are sort of mm-hmm. a, um, a backdrop for their understanding of how they should cultivate their own minds. What I found yes. really interesting is that when I started the Yi Ren Qigong practices that um, you taught us, mm-hmm. there was a, 
kind of different process happening that opened up in the practice. Within a few months, I would say, of starting practicing, I found that any time I began my practice, my my mind would naturally sort of downshift. And I noticed it would drop out of the ordinary thinking that we, that I do habitually. Mm-hmm. And instead, it was as though my attention was sort of naturally focused in a more expanded way. Mm-hmm. Um, really, when I get into that state with practice, it feels almost like I'm in a bubble and that time, linear time is sort of around me. The present mm-hmm. moment is really all that feels important. And it's actually interesting because when, when you're in that state and you're very focused on the, the practices, so your, your mind is mm-hmm. online, but it feels as though you drop out of whatever was just happening, your ordinary mm-hmm. thinking, and that spacious quality um, really almost feels like linear time is happening around me but not to me. Mm-hmm. My intellectual mind is really no longer busy. It's really mm-hmm. relaxed and the, the practice sort of guides um, itself in a, current, in a kind of automatic way. Mm-hmm. And then I can notice what my mind was attached to before I, I started practice, like all the mm-hmm. useless thinking and planning mm-hmm. and the way I got attached to habits, whatever they mm-hmm. were. Those become more apparent when I'm in that other state. Um, so that's the first kind of feeling I had when I started doing this practice. And mm-hmm. other classmates I recognized, they were sharing similar um, experiences in class, were having that same um, shift happen in their attention during their practice. And listening to you talk before, it became clear to me, as, as we have talked in the past, that what's different, I think, between this flow state of mind, which is really having an intellectual awareness to a certain degree, but it not being in charge, and intuitive awareness so that people can stay focused while their body's relaxed. Mm-hmm. And what your cultivated practices can bring on board is that adding in the body wisdom. Mm-hmm. So that deliberate focus on the body wisdom through these practices brings something else really important to this mental process mm-hmm. um, that expands it. That's that's my understanding of it, but what my experience of it is that it's just this grace that happens. It's really beautiful. Oh, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. It's a really make more really make a lot of sense. This is one part you know I would like to see that you know from our, our practice. I want to share with everybody that you know our body is truly amazing. They have all different layers the internal uh, wisdom. So just like. Uh, Almost like a feel, we have so many switches in the in the body. If you just turn one thing off, then you can turn something on. You know, just like our our mind. If we go to sleep, you know, when the intellectual mind have a rest, you go to totally rest the intellectual mind. Then we can have a dream, and in our sleep. So those kind of switches in the body, and. It's really cool we can, through our practice, to experience the different levels of this internal wisdom. As you mentioned about, we add the body wisdom so into our intellectual mind. And it's a kind of like integrative uh, approach working together. So I think, uh, Mimi, do you have yeah. a question? For yes, her? Dr. O'Malley, have you found your Qigong practice to be helpful to your self-care and your professional clinical work? Oh, yes. 
Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, I began my, began my training last year for my own self-care um, and, you know, to learn how to manage my energy system as a healthcare provider and my own physical health. And I'd had some previous positive experiences with Qigong, so I knew the modality would agree with me. But what I really discovered was that these practices allowed me to get to a much deeper level of understanding and seeing what was going within me. You know, as Dr. Sun is saying, connecting directly with that body wisdom. So learning the practices and how they relate to the internal organs and the meridian systems, um, you could, I could cultivate my own awareness of what I was carrying. You know, for instance, I had a really intense and beautiful experience in class when we were practicing the um, long, large intestine exercise. And when I was in that Schwann state, I dropped into a place where I was literally seeing myself as a fetus in my mother. And I was aware that in that moment, I was seeing my large intestine forming. And the bright energy of my own large intestine was like a cheerful soldier that was already getting busy with the kind of heavy energies that my mom was carrying at the time. Um, She was a smoker and I think a little depressed at the time. And I had this really beautiful but strange visual image of myself at that point in time that felt so true and helped me immediately understand not only the function of the large intestine and, and it's kind of intrinsic nature, like this beautiful, cheerful soldier that just starts to clean stuff up, and then also kind of my own, my own story, my personal story about my growing up and my family of origin. So it was, it was this wonderful constellation of personal work, um, body wisdom that was completely new to me, that integrated really nicely with my own past um, understanding of who I was and really benefited my ability to take my self-care up to another level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I would say that... That kind of information is so priceless. When you work as a psychiatrist, certainly in my work as a psychiatrist, I'm always aware that we are in constant emotional and mental energy exchanges with one another. And, you know, sometimes they leave an imprint. Like we think of depression as sometimes feeling a little contagious, just like joy can be infectious. Or we can get bombarded by someone's um, hate or accusing or feel someone's anxiety if they're in panic. And in our professional lives, we learn to develop good boundaries around people so that, and for ourselves so that we can handle those sort of exchanges and be effective. But I think um, even if you do good energetic hygiene, which a lot of us work with as well, adding this body wisdom and understanding that there's a whole level of exchange happening, sometimes unconsciously, uh, with people around us, and what we are still carrying is just hugely helpful to our work. So I'm... I'm aware of what it feels like, and it's such a relief when I can clear out things that I've been picking up, and it really helps me understand the nature of energy exchanges when they take place. But I also think that there's going to be an enormous role for adding these sorts of practices to mainstream psychiatric um, care to really complement the modalities that we have now with these body wisdom practices. So I'm, I'm looking forward to entering the teacher training program this fall with Dr. Sun and his colleagues so I can bring these practices home to the Berkshires. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Molly. And one thing, though, you know, is um, I really deeply respect and admire and appreciate and your work and all the, you know, professional, medical professional 
answers work because you you are saving people's lives and make people's life getting better. And uh, I, in many years, I observed, you know, uh, from my friend who's in like a, like people like you or like a, also and caregiver, uh, caregivers and uh, nurses, and um, so they all have this beautiful heart and take care of other people. And um, but you know they do have this unconscious energy exchange when they feel like um, tired, when they feel emotionally and um, feel upset. So they 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 were not aware uh, those kind of uh, energy exchange come from the patients or other people they take care of and uh, uh, sometimes people feel upset or angry and uh, and they feel their self getting sick and so Dr. Amali and can you in, and share your experience or your perspective from our energy in this like exchange between healthcare providers and their patients and uh, you think sometimes they do have this brain you mentioned, but and have in your practice have a wonderful, you know, boundary practice, professional boundary practice. But sometimes have this, uh, you know, unconscious uh, energy exchange from in the doctor and the nurses, a great love and care, compassion for their patients. Mm-hmm. And yeah, do you, like when people uh, have those situations, do you think uh, so? Our practice can help uh, maybe for the self-care, clear this uh, energy from outside. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And, and not only clear it, but in the process of clearing it, coming to understand mm-hmm. yourself, um, kind of what your mm-hmm. vulnerabilities are, how you tend to accommodate or defend, um, and also even what you're projecting you know, onto others. I think yeah. the more we understand that, I think you've, you've said before, the Organs each have their own mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love yeah, that idea. Right. Yeah. That you're kind of hosting this unruly group of people sometimes um, that yeah. all have an agenda, and mm-hmm. I and by that I mean our own internal organ system. And I think being responsible for that, we all want to take good care of ourselves and also learn how to um, how to define what we're taking on in in more conscious ways, so that we can be of better service. Um, Great. Go ahead. Great. We'll we'll pick that up. Um, We're going to go to a commercial break right now, so please stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. forward 
can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something that is unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Show and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration that opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time with award-winning authors Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Human Potential and Life Force. To reach Dr. Sun or his guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Human Potential and Life Force. Welcome back, everybody. We'll get right back into the conversation, but first, a couple of announcements. If you are in the Seattle area, consider dropping by the IQNIM Center in Bothell, Washington, for Qi Activation, a free introductory Yuren Qigong class, Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific. Register at www.iqim.org. Also, this fall, Dr. Sun will be teaching a beginning level one class at the Center in Bothell on Saturday, September 30th and Sunday, October 1st. These classes fill up quickly, so you'll want to register at IQIM.org. Now, let's continue the conversation. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, Dr. O'Malley. And uh, so I think, uh, uh, thank you so much for your explanation. It's going to make a really perfect sense. So I, th- uh, I think, uh, uh, can you give an example and talk about so the internal organ wisdom and uh, how can you like, help them? Uh, to clear or to uh, make a, a huge difference so in, the, in the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can give a, another example from my own personal experience. So I remember mm-hmm. when I was doing practice one day with the liver gallbladder um, exercise, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. you know, as you have shared with us, the, the liver and the gallbladder handle some strong emotionals um, like anger and resentment or just wanting to be in charge. Mm-hmm. And as I was doing my practice, I was surprised when I got down to one of the gallbladder points at my hip that there was this energy from someone who had emailed me uh, just the day before. And it was someone who was trying very hard to get my attention to um, do something for her um, related to work. She wanted me to basically host a, something. And mm-hmm. it was interesting because I had been feeling pressured um, but wasn't clear what that feeling was exactly and re- unconsciously responding as though I needed to take care of her. And then when I recognized that energy in my hip, I realized, oh, she's just really trying to be pushy. <laughs> and this is her, her anger. She's uh-huh. trying to get her uh-huh. way. And it uh-huh. actually was very empowering to just feel, oh, and I, as I cleared that out, I mm-hmm. was like, no, no, I don't need to do that for her. <laughs> That's her stuff. That's not my stuff. And, so once um, you realize the you know 
the meanings of uh, the hips. The hips. So this uh, like the the signal, the feeling uh, went away. Yes. Yeah. I see. Yeah, it was. It's amazing to me. Time and again, mm-hmm. as soon as I clear out my own channels, mm-hmm. I can feel. Oh, that's. This is what I feel like. You know. I see. Yeah. And you know, because I'm picking up on people's energies without realizing they're already um, adulterating my my mood or my thinking. Mm-hmm. That I'm unconsciously accommodating other people's needs I without see. realizing those aren't actually my needs. And so the, mm-hmm. the clearing practices really directly mm-hmm. allow me to sort out what uh-huh. was stuff I picked up unconsciously that's not mine and what is mine. I see. You know, that's a, a perfect example of the internal wisdom, of the internal organs and related to the, the energy pathways, acupuncture nerving system. You know, Dr. O'Malley, and also, you know, I remember in our last uh, seminar, I heard, you know, several uh, other people and, and talk about you. And he says, you know, the Dr. O'Malley looks uh, great and much younger, and some people can see your energy like shining. Uh, some people ask me, so like, oh, what did Dr. O'Malley, uh, O'Malley doing something different? And uh, I think... And at that time, I said, well, you, you, you guys just directly ask Dr. O'Malley. So I, I think this uh, today is an opportunity I saw, you know, maybe <laughs> a perfect opportunity asking you, can you share, you know, how are you aware of these changes uh, yeah. from yourself? Yeah. What's my secret? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> right. It's, it's not any face yeah. cream, I promise. Um, I'm, uh-huh. I'm really happy that these practices have landed me more in my body and are like these examples I'm giving you of the clearing practices helping me to clear out stuff I don't need to carry. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that since I started these practices 18 months ago or so, it steadily improved my energy and my, I would also say my attention, my quality of my practice. Um, and I also mean my professional practice. Mm-hmm. Those Clearing practices are now like an essential part of my everyday life, um, and I feel much more grounded. Um, I think that anytime we develop that kind of deeper relationship with the body wisdom, um, mm-hmm. you can feel that shift taking place, and I've, mm-hmm. I've found this particular uh, set of practices really does that for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, so, and thank you for sharing your experience. And, you know, Dr. O'Malley, you are, you know, expert in sleep medicine. And one thing I would like to, you know, get your um, perspectives regarding our dreams. You know, this is like we talk about, you know, our intellectual mind is wonderful in many different ways. But it really is time, relatively, you know, time limit and space limited kind of nature. And well, I remember, you know, when I, w- I, w- I was uh, studying uh, about a book of a change in Chinese called Yi Jing. I studied that book Yi Jing for several years. I just, uh, sometimes I just couldn't get it. And uh, I almost, uh, almost like just gave up. And so when I get to the point, kind of like, uh, I will take a break from there for a while. And then, so, and the hexagrams, the images, and what are the meanings, and how to form this hexagram, and what is about the meanings, and it begin to show up in my dreams. 
So actually, so in the dream, and help me to understand what these uh, hexagram meanings and how they are formed. And this is really amazing. Those uh, learning process can happen in the dream. And I would like to and 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 ask you about you know can our dreams and be programmed or we can train our dreams and to do something good for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a great question. Um, yeah, people often make that link with their dreams and want to program them. There are different levels of dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, many people aren't even aware of dreams, and it's not abnormal not to remember dreams. But um, when we are sleeping, what we know happens in the dream, in the ordinary dream state mm-hmm. is that the intellectual mind is sort of rudimentary, that the best parts of our creativity um, are, are tend to be offline, our, what we I call see. our executive functioning, mm-hmm. and it's more of a limbic, more of an emotionally driven process. So we're mm-hmm. enacting scenes and creating scenes sort of mm, without the sense of guidance that's mm-hmm. on a higher level of intelligence. But I when see. we bring more of that to the dream state, then we can really take advantage of that no time, no space principle that Mm -hmm. you mentioned. When people develop lucid dreaming, so Mm -hmm. lucid dreaming is a name for people, for for the experience of becoming aware that you're dreaming while you're dreaming. That's like Mm -hmm. the first step in that direction. Some people are really good at doing that. And you can cultivate lucid dreaming. Um, And there are lots of dream yoga and dream qigong kind of skills Mm -hmm. people can develop. Um, What... What tends to happen a lot is that people don't go in that direction because the emotional life takes over. And so in the sleep clinics and so forth, I tend to deal more with people that are having problem dreams, like nightmares. I see. There are techniques where you can actually arrest nightmares using that kind of programming, Mm. where if you take it out of dream time, so you write down the nightmare during the daytime, Mm And treat it like a, a play script that you've written, because that's really what it is. You're, you're peopling your dream. You're creating the play. Mm-hmm. And instead of whatever ending it had, you write a different script. And I you see. modify the ending, but then rehearse it while you're awake. So you bring the, the power of the intellectual mind and the integrity of your values to what you want it to be. And then you can add that to your memory bank so that the next night you're more likely to draw upon that. Um, what I'm curious about, especially with this mm-hmm. conversation today, because mm-hmm. I think what I'm hearing and what I understand now a little better is that the Schwann state of mind that we yeah. enter and when, when we're in practice is really very similar to a higher state of dreaming mind. Yes. Did you say right. that's correct? Yeah. yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah, just to really bring the, the intellectual mind awareness and then if we can, we can turn on you know, the dream system then we can program that. And uh, so that would be great can practice. You know, as you mentioned, but the one thing important I heard from you is that every people, if you have uh, some uh, health condition you need to address, then people could have a nightmare or so the problem can rising up. I think I also observed at the physical level, and you know, we talk about the body wisdom. So before, you know, people getting healed, and also, like when people can feel pain if they have a, uh, 
stress accumulation or have like upsetting energy accumulated in their body uh, or different energy and stress if you're in the body. So before the body wisdom get activated, so some individuals has to go through the healing process mm-hmm. and uh, remove, you know, it's the, all the stress or unhealthy energy from the inside first. And it seems like uh, in the mental and, and condition and physical condition have a similar kind of situation. It's like the before people getting healed and when you get into the dream system, actually might uh, people. So, oh, yeah, this is an interesting part. Do you think uh, some people can be healed uh, when, when they're asleep and just have nice dreams or in the dreaming and process can help to heal? Yeah. Absolutely, and bring insight, right? So we've mm-hmm. all heard of famous examples of Eureka, like you have a dream that suddenly makes everything make sense. I see. Right? I, I yeah. think physical healing, can, and I know there are people that have done research on this, to see if you can accelerate various states mm-hmm. of mind as well as healing during the dream state. What I we see. What we definitely know about dreaming is that we rehearse what we learned. Mm-hmm. And if you, so during dreaming sleep, we're actually rehearsing things we, we took in that we felt were important. I see. And putting them into the memory banks. Yeah. So that rehearsal can work to our advantage, but it can also mm-hmm. work to our disadvantage if what we're practicing and rehearsing wasn't such a useful lesson or was traumatic. I see. So the more we draw out into our either our waking mind or more awareness during the dreaming mind, the healing practices that we have, the, the better you know, we can move towards what we want as a self-improvement trajectory or healing. Um, I see. But definitely that dream state, when it's, when it's liberated, can mm-hmm. create a lot of beautiful advantages and insights. I see. So right. fascinating. So we're going to a break. Please stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This 
increases human potential and life force. To reach Dr. Sun or his guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Human Potential and Life Force. Welcome back, everybody. Before we get back into the conversation, Dr. O'Malley, do you have some contact information that you'd like to share? Oh, sure. I can give people my um, email address. That's M-O-M-A-L-L-E-Y at B as in boy, H as in Harry, S as in Sam, the number one, dot O-R-G. That's M-O-M-A-L-L-E at B-H-S-1 dot O-R-G. Great. Thank you. So, um, backing up, I have a question. What senses are used to feel chi and how does that relate to the ordinary senses and ordinary mind? Wow. <laughs> how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll give you my understanding and then I'd love to hear from Dr. Sun. Certainly, we can feel the effects of chi through all of our senses. So, in my, in my experience in class, for instance, um, heat, for instance, or tingling, or even the absence of chi in an area or a sense of stuckness might feel like either pain or um, sometimes numbness. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the normal senses can be used to indirectly, I think, reference, because what I would be aware of would be movement. Um, in my experience, too, vision. So I have inner sight, um, sometimes cartoonishly, and so I could see the movement of energy visually in the channels sometimes and in my organs. Um, so I would say those are my interpretation of how the energy flow is affecting me. I'm not sure if I could say what the actual sense is beyond those things. What, what would you say, Dr. Sun? Yeah, I think uh, um, your experience is a, a part of uh, such a very clear is the reflection of the authentic chi. You know, just like you said, I think the the movement and uh, the inside of the energy movement, that's really uh, the key. So that we call this uh, the authentic chi arrived. So just the, when the authentic chi arrives, so in, you know, in the traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, they call it the chi. So this, uh, uh, basically, you get your chi. So what uh, happens in acupuncture when the acupuncture and the acupuncturist in doing their acupuncture when put the needle, so in the acupuncture points, so the the clients can feel the tingling just like you mentioned, but the tingling sometimes they feel hot, sometimes they feel uh, maybe pain or different sensations. So this sensation is begin to move in the ex- like the have the energy movement around the acupuncture meridians. So it's very interesting, you know, Doctor O'Malley, you mentioned about it. You know, for you, you see the movement, and also it's like a visualize. You can visualize that. So this is, a, I think, in the whole how many years? Like in the last five thousand years, you know, after. The Yellow Empire's classic of internal medicine, and, and introduced, and there has a probably only one documented, uh, like a, a documented practice, uh, from Doctor Li Shijin, and he have this investigation of the internal 
the extraordinary murderings. So there have been eight extraordinary murderings in the body, you know, he did some investigation. So in his uh, experience, the one, one thing is he can do is just like you said, and he can visualize, he can, just the vision, the internal vision, and just happens. It's like he can see the energy flow inside of the body. And that's why he can discover and verify these energy pathways, the actual ordinary emergence. So this is the one part. It's, uh, it's exactly is our, you know, our emphasis. It's about you know when people practice, can do physical movement, can do breathing, can do relaxation, and but you know if people do not have the qi movement inside, or when people between their hand, for example, they do not feel anything like a tingling like a rubber band, like a magnetic kind of resistance, the, the magnetic force. So then without those energy and appearance or sensations, so they, should, they do not reach the level we call the authentic chi practice yet. Mm. And so you know, when you can feel the chi moving, you feel hot, and then these hot currents begin to moving at the same time, if you can see it, Oh, that's perfect. You know, that's exactly the old masters and discovered acupuncture murdering. So they can verify them and then they can have new discoveries. So I think for many people practice Qigong, I would like to, you know, share that, you know, share this perspective. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. So that's exactly what we expected and uh, from there you can go deeper and uh, i hope this is very helpful you know for many uh chicken practitioners and many people to understand you know what we're doing here thank you so much and dr amali well thank you dr sun changing gears for just a second what uh, what things work against healthy chi in our daily lives and how can we deal with those things uh, do you want, do you want to... me to answer that? Or Dr. Yes, Amali? well, either one of you. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Dr. Amali. Uh, well, I think you've, you've shared with us that stress um, can certainly work against your own um, healthy chi. Mm-hmm. And taking on too much stress, too much yeah. um, mental or emotional activity, too much physical stress. Mm-hmm. Um, I would add taking on other people's chi that isn't yours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Not choosing wisely when you're taking, I mean, when you eat and drink, when you breathe, you're taking in chi. Um, I had an acupuncturist once tell me that when I was eating meat, I was digesting the chi not only of that animal, but of the people that that harvested it, that killed it. Um, Mm. So once I kind of got attuned to that, I've made much better choices in terms of what I choose to eat and where it comes from. and, and just, I think the more we become aware of what we're putting out there, you know, and... Yeah, that's so wise. Yeah, so when the body wisdom, you know, available, it's really helpful. Again, yeah. thank you so much, Dr. O'Malley, for thank, thank you so much for sharing your experience, your understanding. It's very helpful to me, to all our practitioners. It's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. It's been another quick hour. <laughs> 
Thank you, Dr. O'Malley, and thank you, Dr. Sun. Oh, thank you, Mim. Thank you to you both. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today. Please join us next week for Nourishment with Life Force. In the meantime, may the Life Force be with you. Thank you for listening to Human Potential and Life Force. Please join Dr. Sun for another edition of our program next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. During the coming week, see if you can figure out what your body is telling you. 